hey guys and welcome to another episode of the rachel podcast welcome if you're new here hi my name is rachel and welcome to my podcast and if you are a constant listener if you tune in regularly i just want to say thank you i love you (laughs) and yeah um how is everyone i hope you're fine i hope you're doing good i hope you're protecting your space you're full of life and love and light and if you're not i'm sending these things to you yeah so you might be wondering why she being so nice like because i'm about to really knock off some tables now as you can see from the header today's episode is all about toxic parents yep we are going there <laughs> we're going there because um i don't think it's a talk is a very talks about topic especially in nigeria you know we do it um things are done to us and we take it to be normal and then we just keep emulating these things and even if it's not normal we just like you know we keep quiet about them and we don't talk about them and today i'm like no 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 we're not doing this anymore no we're going to talk about it because i opened up the conversation yesterday i was actually very reluctant to do this but because i don't feel like many people are very interested not interested but many people are still not ready to have this conversation so i was like you know what i, I might not do this but people were like yeah they want to hear it so i'm doing it and um i hope we learn and we grow from it yeah so about toxicity like what is it to be toxic i don't mean like uh how would i put it now talk to me toxic is just like when you're stopping my happiness you get either my emotional happiness like i'm not emotionally fine physically fine mentally fine everything like that's being toxic when i don't feel comfortable to be around you i'm not very happy around you yet and i honestly think that it's the situation with many nigerian um children to their parents like if you check it there are so many things that have been done to us as in and by us i mean nigerian children that like we see we don't see it as normal but we just keep quiet about it even though we don't feel okay about it because we're like this is the society we are in and we have to emulate this kind of things and it's all bullshit because okay using myself as an example right let me put a disclaimer now that i love my mom and um she's very hardworking, you know she's provides for us and everything but let me tell you my mom and i we don't have the best relationship because to me she has been very toxic to me a lot of times a lot of times i'm not even joking with you like and this is not to cast my mom in the bad light as i said i love her and now i really have to question if i love my mom because you know as a child to a parent it's kind of an obligation but you are not obliged to like someone there are many times like if it's out of a hundred percent there are many times i don't like my mom but i just love her i don't know if you get what i mean and i'm trying to be like honestly this podcast is hard for me because i have to say some things and people like be oh like oh she's your mom this that but some stories just have to be told you know and Honestly, since I said this podcast, I'm too tired to be keeping quiet about things that are literally banging at my throat to be said. So, if it offends you, bye. Literally, leave. <laughs> but um, going back to my own story now. So, I, I, when I was growing up, I don't used to be very close to my mom. Like, uh, she was there, but I was closer to my dad, you get. So, 
after my dad died uh we weren't very close because like everybody was still struggling with grief and pain and everything but like i never really felt the kind of affection towards my dad as i felt towards my mom because and there are so many reasons first of all my dad wasn't the disciplinarian quote-unquote my dad would never he was not the kind of person to have a temper like if you did something wrong my dad would maybe talk to you he even really shouted but my mom <laughs> wow she would shout she would beat and my mom is very good at insulting people say it's normal and is a good way to uh train people but that's crap let me tell you uh Every time my mom called me foolish or stupid or dumb, it, it killed my morale. I'm not even, like, it's really killed my morale. And people, and it really pays me that when people talk about these things, you get Nigerians are like, oh, why are you complaining? I mean, they will now start doing their pain Olympics thing. If you know what my own parents did for you, someone even said that that's the only way nigerian parents know to show love which is very true because i think this thing is a generational kind of thing they are training their children the way their parents train them their parents train them with that hard tough love where you have to shout you have to beat you know you give birth to this child you quote unquote you love them but you can't really show it so they are doing the same thing to their children but them is not helping anybody we're all growing up in toxic environments where we don't like our parents we don't stand we can't stand to be in the same room with our parents for long periods of time we can't tell the truth to our parents because we know they would react very badly it's not helping anybody it's not helping our parents not helping us not helping the society we are trying to build so why are we doing it and why are we excusing it that's another thing like Nigerian parents find it so difficult to actually show love and when I mean love I mean the actual kind of love I see like and the funniest thing is that I'm talking knowing I'm not the only one I'm talking knowing that there are millions of other people that face this daily my mom was the as I, okay let me go back to my story so she was the disciplinary disciplinarian and she would shout every if I did something wrong and I can I can say that yes I was kind of a stubborn child but I think, and I know that I was actually a good listener. I felt closer to my dad because anytime I did something wrong, my dad would actually call me. Even if he scold me, I knew he was doing it from a place of love because I could actually see it, you know, from his actions. But my mom is a different case. She has to shout, she has to beat you, she has to insult you. And it didn't, it didn't correct anything because I just felt very resentful towards her. In previous episodes, I've talked about how parents shouldn't be beating their children. Like, that disciplinary action is crap. But everybody was like, oh, or not everybody. Most people were like, oh, it's the only way we know. Like, many people have learned to internalize this toxicity and look at it as normal. I'm telling you now that it's not normal. All the times that you did something, and I've heard stories, very crazy stories, how... uh, parents would lock their child in a room for how many days to discipline them or you flog your child till they have so many marks outside out of their bodies to discipline them or like my mom is the kind of person that like she doesn't care where or when like if she wanted if you did something let me say you are in a store and you did something wrong she would shout at you insult you and just cause a scene in the store and it's not even just about the embarrassment it just keeps on killing something inside you it's like okay wow i did something wrong but like is this the right way to correct me you want to correct me and you want the whole world to know oh i did something wrong and you think i will learn 
it just pushes you to be a rebel and that's what i did for most of my like teenage life my younger teenage life i was very much a rebel my mom would tell me to do something and i would do the opposite just because like highest i'll be like what would she do she'll shout she'll insult me i even took the insults as normal there was a time that my mom would insult me and i'll be like okay bye <laughs> that's your business <laughs> and i'm laughing about it now because i've learned to heal and grow from such things but it wasn't right it wasn't the right approach to make i was talking to a friend yesterday and she's like telling me how when she was nine uh her mom said that she was going to put pepper in her um private past because she went to see a friend or something like that i'm like that's fear when your children fear you eh if you think that's love there's a, a problem because fear and love can't they can't really be in the same place like they might fear you and then do things that you won't see but then they'll go behind your back and do them there are many things i couldn't tell my mom that happened to me during my teenage years because I didn't know okay I, it's not if i didn't know her reaction i just need to not be good and it's not favor me you know when you're talking to a parent you're meant to have that how will i put it you're meant to have that companionship like i can tell this person anything i'm comfortable enough like a friend you get but uh, no 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 my mother was my disciplinarian like you know she was like judge a jury whatever so i couldn't if I did something wrong, I'll find a way to hide it instead of tell her. That was just me. And it really messed with our relationship, you know. It really, really messed with our relationship. I think I'm I mm-hmm, I'll try to fix it maybe when I grow up. But for now, I love my mom as I said, but I don't really like her because I didn't grow up liking her. And these things are built. Like you build on this companionship, you build on this uh I don't know how to put it, this like balance with your child. Nigerian parents need to learn how to let their children live. Like, yes, you want what's best for your child, but when you decide to give birth to a child, you have to understand that you are giving birth to another human being. While this child came from you this child's mind and spirit and soul and body is not yours if you're religious it's god if you're not it's the child like when the child grows to become a grown thinking being it's up to the child to make um to make decisions that would shape their own life you get you do, you shouldn't exact what you want on your child's life because he's your he or she is very separate from who you are the highest you can do is guide like guidance just guide and in guiding them you're not meant to make them feel like you brought them into the world right nobody asked to be born i don't know anybody that were like oh i want to come to earth i want to be born i want to be in nigeria give birth to me give birth to me and then your parents had sex and give birth to you i don't think well it doesn't work that way so when you said to have a child you have to actually take responsibility for that child and part of taking responsibility is also understanding that this child is another separate human being from you. Nigerian parents guilt trip you into the most funny. I don't even, it's not funny, it's just annoying. And it's it gets so annoying, you just get angry. You're like, why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? Like, why? 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 Why can't I do it? You get? 
I remember sometimes, like when I was younger, I think there was something that I, I don't know what I did. And my mom was talking about how she provides for us. I was, I know I was not up to 10. I can't, I know I was not up to 10 because I was still in primary school. So she was saying how she provides for us and I should be thankful. I'm like, and now I think about it, I'm like, I did not ask to be born. So, I mean, if you gave birth to me, you have to provide for me. I'm not saying it's, will it be entitlement per se, but like I mean, did you give birth to me to? If you gave, gave birth to me and you want him to live on the streets, I don't see why you did. But like, okay, okay. I mean, if you're giving birth to a child, you should have a plan in place to take care of that child. Yeah, I think that's how it works. But it just really baffles me. I've been thinking about this. Um, this topic since yesterday like okay there was this video i don't know if you guys know who maraji is she's a nigerian comedian she's so good but she made a video about african parents or something and everything was so spot on like everything you just see how your parents annoy you and it's not necessary it's not necessary people were laughing about it in the comments saying yes that's so spot on but they love us like that i'm like this is not love Call me emotional. Call me uh, what's that thing that somebody else called me at that time? I can't even remember. Just say whatever you want, but it's not right. It's it's not okay. Someone actually in the comments pointed out like that you know some of these um behaviors are toxic. The way people came for the person, eh? Like hey, so this one that one maybe you didn't grow up in the household like this. I'm like, fam. <sighs> What's going on? Like, we've learned to... We have seen these things happen over and over and over again that we've learned to take it as normal. And it's not normal. The Nigerian child needs a proper reorientation of what love looks like. And these things actually show in our relationships sometimes. You've come from a toxic home with toxic parents and you transfer the thing to your friends. You're now a toxic person to your friends. You're a toxic person to your future spouse and it's on you be a toxic person to your future um, children because you're not breaking the chain I, I really really like at the bottom of my heart my biggest wish is that people listen to this podcast today and they break the chain because we are tired of giving birth and training children that turn out to be having mental anxiety depression like hate towards their parents or anger towards their parents these things could be avoided if you cultivate a proper relationship with your child you could totally avoid these things but no we choose to see it as normal going back to again to my last episode where i was like stop beating children is not really a disciplinary action someone like that there's no way that her parents beat her there's no way she will not beat her children i was like what what why why this is how it goes generation to generation you keep saying oh my parents did this to me that means it must have been normal no it was not normal it was wrong and i'm sorry you had to go through that pain but like you shouldn't let your children your future children feel the same thing you shouldn't like break the chain break break it break it break it choose to raise sound well-balanced good children I know how many times I sat in my room. I was like, I even I know I know there was a time I wrote in my journal how I I literally wrote the positives and the negatives about my mom, and the negatives were much more than the positives. Nigerian parents would never apologize. My mom did something wrong one time, 
she was really annoying me. We were going to visit my brother, and then she was really, really annoying me. And uh, she kept on saying things because my mom is very, she can be very insulting. She kept on saying things how I'm stupid, I'm slow. And at a point, I just lost it. I was like, I can't take it anymore. Sorry, excuse me. I was like, I can't take it anymore. You're shouting and you're talking, and it's really affecting me right now. And if you're not going to like just act normal, I'm going to go home. At this point, I had grown enough. This was like last year. So at this point, I had grown enough to know like I can't even stand this anymore because I was trying to grow and I was trying to heal and I'm t- I was tired of hearing the same insults hurled at me every single time. Now, when they know that they are wrong, because obviously she could see I was not taking it and it was wrong, to apologize is now a different case. Nigerian parents would rather break all their arms. Most Nigerian parents would rather break all their arms than apologize to you when they are wrong like what and it's baffling because a child is a a child is a human being and when you wrong another human being the first course of action is to say sorry i'm sorry i hurt you i'm sorry i said that just say sorry but no they do this tough love thing where they do something to annoy you then they don't say sorry then the next thing they'll say is food is ready as if them cooking food for you is meant to automatically remove them calling you a stupid dumb child 30 minutes ago no it i'm sorry mom i'm sorry dad it doesn't work like that i'll eat the food but i'll still remember that oh 30 minutes ago you said i was stu- a stupid dumb child you get me because like what? <laughs> i can't even deal it's so annoying Sometimes all you want to hear is a simple apology. Oh, I'm so... And, and an apology really... You know, you might be saying, what does an apology... It really goes a long way. When you know, oh, actually, I did this thing to my child and she's not liking it. And then you say, oh, child, I'm sorry. It goes a long way. But for Nigerian parents to tell you sorry, oh my God, you will sleep there. And it's not right. It's very toxic. Then we grow up and then we take these things to our other relationships, our business relationships, our work relationships, everything. You do something to your colleague, say sorry, no, because in your family, nobody ever says sorry. You do something to your partner, say sorry, no, and you're wondering why all your relationships are breaking. Like, these are things that we need to look at. To build a well-structured society, we need a well-structured family because the family is the basic unit of the society. This thing is very dear to my heart because, like, as I said before, me and my mom are not the best friends. Like, you know, you're meant to be close to your mom. And I wish I was, but it's a different story with my own moms. And I just want someone out here to listen to this and understand, like, you don't have to be taking this. You, As I said, you're a whole separate human being from your parents and they provide for you. And yes, we see them struggle and everything. But at the end of the day, like... Everyone just wants to be with someone that loves them and cares for them. And I can't feel loved and cared for when you insult me, you beat me, you slap me, you humiliate me in public and then because you give me food and buy me clothes, it's okay. I mean, when I keep hearing these things constantly and you think giving me food and buying me clothes is really going to make everything okay. Wow. Wow wow no it's a big wow because like it doesn't work it doesn't work it doesn't work anyways guys just know that i understand the struggle 
it helps that i realized what i was going through and i just like could talk about it no not talk about it i wrote about it i, I write down a lot of things so i wrote it down and now i'm sharing my own story with you and i i know a lot of you can relate if you still want to send me messages you want to talk it out you want someone to hear your own side of the story i i have open ears trust me i'm here to listen to you so send me a message leave me a comment like we're going to get through this you know just first of all realize that oh these things are actually toxic and break the chain don't take this to your next generation don't give birth to children and also be toxic to them because if you listen to this podcast and you do that then the point of this podcast is wasted i love you guys everyone stay safe like take care of yourself your mental health matters you matter just be be happy see you guys next week bye